It's Coach Desi and Beth in the house. It is our last pod before Super Sunday, and I am so freaking stoked, not only just about the game, but about these amazing guests that we have here today. So um, if you're you're someone who rocks with us regularly, you can see that it's just Beth and I tonight. Um, Sherry will hopefully be able to join us a bit later. But if not, you're, you're, you're welcome. You get Beth and I tonight. <laughs> this is going to be fun. So I just want to start with how has your week been? What's, what's new in, the, in that low household here? Um, my son just won semifinals for basketball in his oh, rec yeah. league. Go so Fri- Yeah. So Friday night, he is playing for the championship. Love so that, that is that's what's new in our world. That's that's probably the biggest news I've got this week. That's awesome. So that's parenting at its yeah. best. Um, to um, show you the other side of that, I was supposed to go to a school thing for one of my kids, and uh, yeah, something else came up, so I didn't go. So you know, school stuff. I'll probably find a reliable parent that will be able to give me the information. So that's how we're rocking this week. If it makes you feel better, I missed the first two games, but I will make Friday's game. There you so go. I, I did not parent better than you this week. Oh, it's okay if you did. I'm used to those. <laughs> used to that. Plus, it's Super Bowl weekend coming up. I have done nothing but waste hours of time just watching all the content, seeing all the videos. It's been such an exciting week already. I am so disappointed in myself that I'm not out there in Vegas, um, but I do love my husband, and if I didn't, I would be in Vegas right now. So I'm definitely staying home. If Buffalo was playing, we'd be in Vegas. That's the thing. Yes. If, yes. If Buffalo's so, playing, I'm I sorry. I, I know. I Well, I needed to make some work. I needed to make Kansas City friends before this game because then it would have been like, oh, well, you know. So Chrissy is going to have to fill up, fill that role. Um, or Jody, one of our friendly guests of the pod here, will have to come in and uh, hook a sister up if there's ever a future a third one. That would be a third time. No, no. The future will be when Buffalo is there and then we will go and things will be fine. Love it. Love it. Love it. Focus on on the future. All right. We'll do that. So um, before we bring on our first guest, Beth, I, so for those of you who don't know, uh, Beth is a physical therapist, a doctor of physical therapy. I'm a physician assistant. We both practice medicine, have for decades now. And so one thing that has come up in terms of big talk around the Super Bowl and the 49ers is the field, the practice field that the 49ers got. So because Kansas City has home field advantage, or I should say home, they're designated as home, the home team, they get to practice at the Raiders practice field, which is fantastic. We were uh, we were designated to practice at UNLV's practice field, which also is fantastic. The part that's not so fantastic is it's typically a uh, turf surface. And just last week, the NFL was like, oh, let's lay sod on top of turf, because that sounds fantastic a week before the team is supposed to show up and practice. You know, I don't think that the grass is able to root and become very stable. And there are seams and, you know, we're very fortunate and blessed to be finally have a season where we didn't have absolute injury destroy our team, you know, like we have in years past. So, you know, I'm like just holding my breath, like, Oh, please like (laughs) just make it through. 
Um, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on um, injury potential and, and that kind of surface. So you sent me down a rabbit hole this week. Um, just straight up, you're like, hey, I want to know what your thoughts on the surface at UNLV compared to other places and whatnot. Um, so as I started researching and going down the rabbit hole, it was it was so interesting to see how the NFL determines what is a playable surface, what is not a playable surface, why that is, um, and the differences between between all of that. So first off, pause. Uh, I'm glad to, you're just as you're. I'm glad you're as much of a science nerd as I am because I too was like, wow, this is really intriguing. So carry on. Just wanted to give you that. I mean, I read articles from. <laughs> From Penn State, from University of Michigan, from like I was all over the place. Sports Illustrated, everybody's got an opinion. So bring it on down. We've got a field that is turf typically, right? They laid sod on top of it. They did not lay a solid surface between the sod and the turf, which is typically what you would do anyway if you're looking to um, create this playing surface. So, so what it does is it creates a, what they say, like a squishy or a, a spongy type feel. Um, they used a lot of language about, uh, specific gravity and the, let me see, I'm looking, looking at my notes cause this was crazy. Um, the, uh, G max force, right? So we look at how hard the turf is, how hard the ground is, and what that is in comparison to um, a typical playing field. So a typical playing field is anywhere between 70 and 80, sometimes 90. NFL never goes over 100. Um, if it's over 100, they have to do lots of remediation in order to create the field to a certain level. They use this really cool missile type, dropping a ball to create, to figure out how dense the ground is, right? So <laughs> I am allowed to go to my notes. Listen, <laughs> it has been a week. We are here. Um, <laughs> and because of all these things, so they come up with this number, right, of, of how hard the surface is. Basically, what I came down to, to sum it all up, is we have the ground is, there is 50 Gs, Eight. right? I think it's 58, yeah. If you were to measure a grass field that was um, rained on for several days, you'd be looking at a 60G field. So think about walking um, through a field through your backyard after like three days of rain, right? Like it's kind of like funky, you kind of suck in, suction in and all of that stuff. Um, I like to think of it as like if you put a pillow on the floor, that is the undersurface, right? Then you put a blanket over the top of it and then you're walking on pillows and blankets. That's kind of that spongy feeling that they're feeling right now, right? Like there's not a ton of support underneath their feet, which can cause injuries from twisting and sliding and all of that, which takes us to the old MetLife Stadium, which is where all of these injuries came from, from the 49ers, right? So, so you want to know why the 49ers are pissed. The 49ers are pissed because they had five injuries in one game in 2020, 2020. 
2020. In 2020. So they had five injuries in one game. One, at least one was season ending, right? And two. because two were season ending. Yeah. So they had Jimmy two Garoppolo and uh, Nick Bosa. Bosa. That was the one that I was thinking of. So they had two season ending injuries from soft ground, which is similar to. So the MetLife turf prior to is similar to what they're practicing on now, which I think is why there was such an uproar, right? Yes. Um, we get a visceral response from any diehard 49er who hears MetLife. Like we just start twitching and just it's right. We're still not. And that and, and and their surface was similar to what they're practicing on right now. So that is where that maybe over overreaction is. And I don't think it's an overreaction because I do agree. Like nobody wants to be playing on that type of surface prior to a game when you could get more knee injuries, more ankle injuries, all, all of the things that lower extremity injuries can occur with that soft ground. But to say the reason why they have those regulations now is that it's all based off of the hardness. They're more concerned about the hardness than the softness. So of all the things that I read, I could not find anything that had a minimum firmness. They had a maximum firmness, but at no point did they say it had to be this hard to play on. They have a maximum firmness of 100 Gs um, based on head injury research that they have done. So the maximum they have information on, but they do not have anything on the minimum. That's fascinating. That, that, I, that, I, could, that I could find. And I mean, I was hours scouring, researching. Um, I could not find anything that had a minimum on it. Gosh, thank um, you for that information. That was absolutely brilliant, like fantastic. I didn't go down that rabbit hole very much because I'm trying to stay on top of like listening to all the interviews, what everybody's saying. Like it's, it's just, you know, that's where my fandom is. So um, thank you. That's That was fantastic. Uh, great information. I know the thing I was most concerned about is George Kittle. He's been out for a toe. We don't know what the specific injury of that toe is. It could be a bruised toe, a turf toe, uh, ingrown toenail. Like they did say it was an injury, but um, in terms of hearing about the, the the condition of the practice field, my concern was if that's turf toe, the last thing I want George Kittle practicing in is an uber soft surface like that. So um, so thank you. Great stuff. Yes, Sean, MetLife is trash. Um, I don't know. Did you did we talk about this before, Beth? That um I guess MetLife is now deemed uh the place where they're gonna host the World Cup. No, I did yeah. not hear that. I was I cringed. I was like, of all places in the world. <laughs> so so as a side note, in all of this research that I did and all the things that I looked at, um Several schools, like Penn State does a lot of research, uh, so does Michigan University. Like they they have like probably the bigger um, research portions in this sport world. And they were saying that a lot of it, there's more concern about the cleats and the pattern of the cleats on a shoe that actually creates more injury versus less injury. Um, so they're, they're starting to do a lot of research on the cleat pattern in determining injury, which, you know, 
just is going to take me down another rabbit hole that we can talk about <laughs> next season. But well, in any case, <laughs> we'll definitely bring that up. in in uh, after we get through the Super Bowl, we, that's going to be a great topic to chat about. I'll be fascinated and interested to see where that rabbit hole takes you. So, um, all right, guys. So without further ado, we are going to bring on our, our first guest. Uh, she is amazing. She is one of three on a podcast called Kingdoms Queens. She is one of our favorite Chiefs fans out there, and she is representing all things Chiefs. Her name is Chrissy Dittman. And so let me bring her on here. Welcome, Chrissy. Hey, everybody. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. How excited are you right now? I'm so excited. I... I know that people hate us for this right now, but I, I've been a lifelong Chiefs fan and man, we sucked for so long. <laughs> so just, you know, going through the years of the terrible quarterbacks and the terrible teams and now getting to and en- just enjoy this time of life, my children, I have a six-year-old daughter. She's never seen us not in an AFC championship game. It's just, it's but like, they're so lucky. I'm so jealous that they just get to see all the fun and they didn't have to see the terrible when, from when I was a kid. So this is this just very exciting. And I'm really excited about the matchup. 49ers are a fantastic team. Um, gosh, like one of the top, what, the top offense in a lot of metrics for the, the whole season. So they've got a lot of playmakers on offense and defense. I'm, it's just going to be a great matchup. I can't wait. Well, I'll tell you, I'm definitely not a hater. I appreciate you guys. Um, I love Andy Reid. What's not? Yeah. And we talked about this in the beginning of the season, right, Beth, that I, I mean, I, I, there's no debating Patrick Holmes is phenomenal quarterback, absolutely phenomenal. But I kind of like my level of respect for him went up after watching quarterback. Beth, you watched that, right? Or was it Sherry? I watched? did. No, yeah. I did. Yeah. I mean, it was fascinating. And so, you know, Travis Kelsey and all the things, I mean, just, you know, I, there's some teams in years past where there's been certain players where I just was like cringed over, but I can't say that about Kansas City. You guys are are fantastic, which you guys have been able to replicate year after year. And uh, we just wonder if this is going to be our year to finally maybe edge out a little bit because that last Super Bowl hurt us a bit. So Yeah. <laughs> and it's never fun losing a Super Bowl. <laughs> I still I still cringe over the Bucks one. And like, we just don't talk about it. We just... Oh, it's terrible. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, and our don't worry, our Bucks person did not show up today. So, she's oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What does it feel like to lose a Super Bowl? I just wanted to. <laughs> so, Chrissy, you may not know this. Beth is a diehard Bills fan, and so oh, I know. I, I kept hearing her mention the Bills, and I was just like, "Oh no, is she a Bills fan?" Like, I the thing is though is like I have so much respect for Bill's mafia and the, in the bills in general. I love Josh Allen. I love Stefan Diggs. Like I, I just, I, I think it sucks that like one of us is always in the way of each other. Like, I wish we could almost be like one in the NFC, one in the AFC. So we could maybe meet and cause God, I just, right. I just, I have a lot of respect for Bill's mafia. <laughs> a lot of it. I have a lot of bills fan friends. So thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that. But no, like as, I cannot cheer for y'all for the same reason that, that we just discussed. Totally but I do fair. respect. I do respect the team. And my son is a Mahomes fan. Yeah. Till the end of days. So um all the times that we play, it's been my poor son and I just I hug I hug him very dearly, very tightly. I try 
It's like you're lucky try, that I created you. <laughs> try not to suffocate him while I while I do that. But you know. Ooh, look, we got we got Josh Allen getting some love here. Sean says I was able to make it to KC for Bill's game. In my opinion, Josh Allen is number two. Thank you. Yeah, you, you should be glad Jody's not here. She is not a uh, Josh Allen fan. So we had Jody on two weeks ago. Yes. <laughs> she loves she loves giving her <laughs> Yeah. About Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> we were focused I, on I have a true I have a true and we can go back to like the true game that's happening but I have a true issue about someone's character who has an issue with Josh Allen <laughs> just like I love there's not Josh a whole Allen. lot of there's I, not a whole lot of things that he does that he does like to anger people so yeah. I I love to hear her reasoning but yeah, anyway I don't even know the reasoning behind it <laughs> well and here comes Gammon just lighten it up right now elephant in the room Taylor Swift yes or no okay so I'm not a Swifty by any means I I've listened to her music in the past and it's you know my my sisters are more definitely like closer to being Swifties than I am but the thing for me is I just love seeing Travis help uh Travis happy. He's, you know, we, he, we've seen Travis mature from really immature Travis who's throwing, you know, towels at refs for a flag when he started and getting ejected from games because of his attitude to this great leader in the locker room and seeing how much he's carried on his shoulders over the so many seasons and just seeing how happy that they are together. And for the whopping, what, five seconds she gets shown during a game of Travis scores a touchdown or something. I, I have no problem with it. And I just, I love how much they support each other. I'm a single mom. I would love someone to support me like that. So <laughs> I'm just, you know, if it makes them happy, cool. It, it doesn't hurt me at all. So yeah. 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 No problem think, with T-Swift. Yeah. No, we, we don't have a problem with her at all. Other than I said last week, I like steak. I don't want to eat steak every single day. Right. Like, I'm just going to leave it at that. I think that was the best thing I could have ever said about it. But yeah, yeah, I think. And again, and again, it comes down to the media, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I think, I think I'm happy for them just as much as any, as any other couple. I'm good. Yeah. I'm glad they're happy. Yeah. Chief's kingdom has kind of adopted Taylor Swift. We've, we're very protective of her because we're very protective of Travis. So it's like, but as you should, because yeah. like okay. same thing. So Kristen Juszczyk, she's an effing celebrity, she's right? Awesome. Who oh my gosh. Her? I have so much respect for her. Holy yeah. cow. How so do we get her to make us stuff? I, I'm working on it. I keep tagging her and you know, I, I like every day I'm posting stuff and I'm like, I got my credit card ready. Like, you know? Come on, Desi. Come on, Desi. I'm trying, man. <laughs> so, um, all right. So let's 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 talk game. So, how do you see this game going? What do you think is going to be like? Where what are like the um, game notes that you have? What do you want to see? What do you think gonna, you're going to see? Like, walk me through in your mindset, thinking about this game and knowing your team so well. Where where is this game going to go in your head? Yeah, so the, one of the big matchups that I'm really excited to see is Legarius Sneed against uh, Brandon Ayuk. Um, Brandon Ayuk is one of the best wide receivers against man coverage, and Legarius Sneed is also fantastic in man coverage. He's a very physical corner. He and McDuffie together um, in our secondary, along with Justin Reed, and you know some of the rookies that have had to step up um, are just we. They're, they're just lights out. So I'm, I'm very excited for that matchup. 
um, because I don't think our secondary has been talked about very much this season, which is strange to me. Like Legarius Sneed was snubbed as an all pro when he is the stats show. He has locked down every single number one wide receiver the whole season. Um, so I'm very excited to see how our secondary does against, um, especially like Brandon Ayuk, maybe Debo Samuel, if he's getting more of the wide receiver, he, he doesn't have as many rushing yards this season. He has in the past. I think he's only at 200 something this year on rushing yards. So he's not definitely not doing as much of that. Um, but I'm, I'm excited to see the defensive matchup and I can't wait to see how Travis Kelsey matches up against your defense. Your defense plays a lot of zone and they, I think they're one of the top defenses in league in zone. We are one of the top offenses against the zone. So like playing zone against someone like Travis Kelsey, he's going to eat you alive. <laughs> so I'm, I'm very excited to see that matchup because I'm sure they know that if we know that they know that. So I'm very excited for that matchup as well. Um, and something else I'm excited to see, I haven't got to see a lot of, obviously I don't watch every 49ers game. My old physical therapist, he was actually, he's actually a 49ers fan. Um, so we got to talk through all that in the many years he was treating me. <laughs> um, but you learn lots about your people when you're, yeah, yeah. Well, I had my knee replaced <laughs> a year and a half ago. So it's like, <laughs> I was in physical therapy for a good long time leading up to that. So, but it, I'm, I need to see who Brock Purdy is. I don't fully believe in Brock Purdy yet. And it's not, not to say that I think he's bad or not good or anything like that. I just need to see him in a really big moment play like a Brock Purdy game. Well, like we we have this saying in Chiefs Kingdom, we're like, oh, it's gonna be Mahomes over my over his dead body game. Um, I I I feel I don't want to see it, obviously, <laughs> but I'm interested to see if he has that element about them, about him. Um, does he have that big game mentality where he can say, put this whole game on his shoulders and say, No, I'm gonna win this game for my team. I'm gonna make sure we get there. I'm just curious about that, um, just to see what kind of quarterback he can be under the big lights on the big stage, the biggest stage in the football world. So I'm very excited about that. Good. I have a question. So I will I mean, I'll get into my side, too, here in a sec. But um, Charles Aminahu is yeah. that must have been devastating for those who don't know. He tore his ACL at the championship game and yeah. will not be able to play. He was a former 49er. I know what he meant to our defense. So how does that look? now um without him well a lot of people forget that we were actually without him the first six games of the season um and our defense was saving us a lot <laughs> during the first six games of the season because our offense still wasn't running the correct routes and we weren't catching balls and you know all these things that have plagued the offense the whole season but we were without Charles Amenehu and our defense was just fine did he bring this awesome element especially the last few games of the season into the playoffs of course he did and he's also a huge leader in the locker room. So they brought him there the beginning of this week so he could be that huge pres presence in the locker room. They didn't put him on IR or anything like that because they wanted him there as a locker room presence. Um, we've got Mike Dana. We've got Mike Pinnell, who's a great run stuffer. Um, you know, we've got George Karloftis, who I think he is having an incredibly unrecognized season. He's got double-digit sacks on a second-year player. Um, and he's just, he's gotten so fast and so quick and I'm, he's very underrated. So definitely keep an eye out for him. Um, but honestly, I think our defense, as much as it sucks to lose him on the field, I think they'll be just fine without him. Cause we, we were without him the first six games of the season. 
when yeah, he that's fair. was serving a suspension. So yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And much like what you had already said, I think this is a like fantastic matchup. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see how our offense measures up against your defense because it's just going to be exciting. We have so many weapons and that's kind of been who we've been all season. Like you think it's going to be a Debo game and oop, it's George Kittle. You think it's going to be a George Kittle game. Oop, it's Brandon Ayuk. Oh, you think it's going to be Brandon Ayuk. Oop, it's going to be Christian McCaffrey. You know, right. it's all, we have all these people. And what was fascinating to me is, is, as the season has gone on, there's been all of these other unsung heroes that have kind of popped through. You've got a Ray Ray McLeod that'll come in. You've got Juwan Jennings, who's been our great third down conversion guy. You know, you've got even Jordan Mason that's popped in for, or Elijah Mitchell at times popped in and, and, and these extra folks that just come through and you're just like, wow, big play. Didn't expect that to be that person to do it. Right. Or right. even Kyle, Kyle Juszczyk. I mean, that, Gosh, all I can see now, some I, I hate the internet sometimes. He <laughs> did a toe tap, and Brock rolled out, threw him a pass. He's right on the edge, toe tapping, you know, falling out to out of bounds. And someone put Michael Jackson's head over him. And now that's all I see when he does it. So, <laughs> oh, no. so yes, agree that matchup is tremendous. What I worry about is our defense is not the same defense that we had when we saw you guys the last time and we did take, I think the stat showed earlier this season, we've, our, our production on defense has diminished by about 10%. We yeah. haven't looked as sharp. There's been moments where we've missed tackles. Um, you cannot do that against a chief's offense. Like if we decide to come out slow, put a fork in it. I, I, I it'd be yeah. hard no matter what kind of quarterback Brock Purdy is, it's hard to come back. Josh Allen has a hard time coming back from that, right? 13 seconds. We all know that number. Um, so I, I, we do have a guy in our secondary, Tarverius Ward, Mooney Ward, who has- We remember to, him. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's true. Um, so he's been able to shut down a lot of wide receiver ones out there, like you know DK Metcalf, no production. I mean, he just is able to lock it down. So I'm curious if they if they'll play him a little bit more man with him on Kelsey. I, I, it's Kelsey, right? That's that's who we're trying to stop. And I, no one's really been successful because he just plays backyard football out there. He doesn't run the rest. correct route half the time. He just <laughs> makes up his own route and then he just gets open. Like even Mahomes said on this really insane play that we had in the AFC championship game, he got Mahomes said, yeah, Kelsey didn't even run the right route, but then he just got open and I got him the ball. It's just, but a lot of people, they forget, like we have this awesome rookie, Rashi Rice, and then we've got Pacheco. And if you're what the Chiefs have done a lot this season is we have never typically been known as a rushing team, but we've really been leaning a lot on Pacheco to help balance and stabilize this offense. Um, because once the Chiefs figured out, hey, you can run the ball, it helped open up the entire offense. So that was something we were struggling with the first half of the season with also trying to figure out who our wide receiver room was. So um, it'll be interesting to see how they play. Charvarius Ward totally agree because, um, you know, he could be stacking up against any any of those guys, um, Rashi Rice or maybe on Kelsey, something like that. But um, but yeah, I mean, the, the thing that's been really good for the Chiefs, at least this uh, this postseason, is we have been battle tested. We had to play Miami in negative 30 degree wind chills, and then we had to go into Buffalo. So sorry. And play in a really <laughs> hostile environment like props to Bill's Mafia. They man, they brought it. 
Um, and, you know, playing against a fantastic offense and defense in Buffalo and then playing against Baltimore and Baltimore with, again, another fantastic offense and defense. Everyone was saying their defense was so much better than ours. So we've just been really battle tested. And as much as that has been stressful <laughs> as a Chiefs fan watching this postseason, um, it's been I think it's been helpful. We've we've got to see a lot of different coverages, a lot of different um, packages and whatnot on offense and on defense. So. It's it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be an I, interesting game. Can I comment to this comment? I want yeah, I definitely okay. want to comment to this too. For those yeah. of you that are listening and not watching on the pod, uh Long Island Girl says we don't need Brock to put the team on his shoulders. We have a team, not a quarterback. And I couldn't love that statement more. And I get that statement, but that's not how I meant it. How I meant it was if your team, your team is struggling, which every team has done that in the past. There's going to have to be someone who steps up to put a spark into your offense. And a lot of the times, Mahomes, he has these over my dead body games where he says, hey, team, we're going to do this. Hey, look, I'm going to make this run. And it fires the whole team up or something like that. So, um, but yeah, so I just, I, I, I love the fact that you guys have a team. So, so, so does every team in the NFL. But you also need to have a guy who, when the team is struggling, decides, hey, I'm going to light the spark to get my team back on track. So that's how I meant it. We're not yeah. a one-person team by any means. So. Yeah, no, no. I think it's just a testimony to kind of what I was saying earlier, where yeah. we just have so many different weapons and, you know, any of yeah. them can can be the, the answer to sparking something. Um, so Sean Peterson wrote, how do the 49ers feel about stopping Kelsey? We know 49ers do a lot of zone. Yes, we do. And it's a lot because it's because we rely on our, our defensive line so much. Um, and again, that's where I have some concerns. Um, Eric Armstead has just come back in the postseason. We are so excited that he's back. There's been talks, you know, I think even in the last game, we saw some packages where he's um, trying to set the edge a little bit better and put, moving him from center to 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 more of the edge. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they continue with that. Uh, I think that's going to be important to set the edge to, to stop Pacheco, right. And to, to kind of shut things say. down up front. If not, you know, it's going to be a long day for Kelsey and whoever's guarding him. So, yeah. and that's, to be fair, I think I said this on a podcast last week for me as a 49er fan, this game is going to come down to the defensive line. Uh, we put so many resources in it with Chase Young and, um, uh, um, who's the guy we got from the Eagles. Oh my gosh. Help me out here. Um, Javon uh, Hargrave. So we've gotten all these, you know, resources put into our D line, but we did not invest in anything in our secondary. Talanoa Hufanga, our, you know, big safety gone. He went out early in the season and it's been sort of a little, eh, a little interesting in the back. And so I do worry that if the D line cannot stop up front, that's where this game's going to come down to. I hope not. I hope D-line is going to step up, that the effort's going to be there, the edges are going to be set, and this is going to go in that direction. But to me, that's what this game comes down to. Um, so I, I don't know if that answers your question, Sean, but that's kind of how I feel. Like if if we don't have it, we don't have a chance to stop Kelsey if we can't stop and set, you know, the defensive line doesn't show up and, and do what we need them to do um, on that end. 
So there's also a question for you here. Long Island Girl says, can we ask the guests, do the Chiefs have any holes? I never hear Chiefs fans talking about stuff they are vulnerable with. Yeah, we have holes. Um, our run defense is suspect. Uh, 100%. It, I think we're like ranked 28th, in the, which is hilarious because our defense is so great, but we are not good against the run. 28th might be excessive, but we are definitely not good against the run. Um, so that's something that well, when I look at the Bills game and when I look at the Miami game and when I look at the Baltimore game, we were playing teams that we had to make sure that we were good against the run. Buffalo, Josh Allen and, and Lamar Jackson are not the same type of running quarterback, but they are both very, very good running quarterbacks who are hard to tackle and they are hard to bring down. So we've had to kind of figure out ways leading up to this game to to figure out how to stop the run when it's not something we're great at. Um, bringing in Mike Pinnell is huge. Mike Dana is great. Um, but they're, they're doing a better job, but that's definitely, you know, we'll, we'll get, we can get ran over. It's just, <laughs> it's just what happens. Um, and I will say on offense, um, for looking for holes in, in the offense, um, I'm going to knock on wood because in the postseason, minus the negative 30 degree Miami game that we played, we, we have the whole season leading up, we were having issues with catching the ball and finding separation with our wide receivers. Luckily, in the postseason, minus the wide receiver or the negative 30 degree Miami game where the ball was as hard as a rock and fingers were frozen, um, drops have not been as big of an issue as they have been. But the Chiefs have also been incredibly susceptible. Luckily, not in the postseason, but leading up to the postseason, we were turning the ball over a lot and putting ourselves in bad situations because of that. You look at the Raiders game for Pete's sake. We gave up 14 points in seven seconds because we had a pick six against us. And then we did this stupid cutesy play call with a with Pacheco and Mahomes and we fumbled the ball on like the two yard line. And then they I mean, it was just a nightmare. So like we do have holes and problems but luckily so far we have not seen them in the postseason but that does not mean that those have completely disappeared <laughs> so those were problems the I whole will, season. so i will say too one of the things that i find recently with kansas city is that the emotions get to y'all a little bit more they've like the frustration better. gets yeah hits a little bit harder than it used to in the past like the yeah the emotions are a little bit higher than I've seen in past years where the frustration then bleeds into the game more than it has. Yeah. I um, would say definitely during the regular season that was happening, the Buffalo game. I mean, everybody saw that. I mean, I mean, it, Twitter was running amok with, Oh, Mahomes is a crybaby. Mahomes is this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, trust me, we heard it as if no one's ever had past, a bad emotional past, day at work. Right. But past but, that, I feel like, um, in games even past that when like you've had trouble on offense and you've had trouble with um drop catches and and yeah miss routes i feel as though it has been a much more emotional season for y'all than it has been for in past sure like, yeah, it's for been sure. it's been very stressful from from that standpoint and i'm curious to see how that carries over you know playing the 49ers looking at yeah. the Super Bowl, looking yeah. at, at a team that's going to hit you just as hard as um, all the last four games that you've had, right? Yeah, like the last four games, I don't feel like the emotions have been a big deal simply because I think I think we've been a little petty, which I think is hilarious because, you know, there's, you know, we, we talked about wanting to go sure. to 
Baltimore and we wanted to be the bully. We didn't want to be bullied. So I think they had this like attitude thing that they went into Baltimore for that. Um, but definitely this season we, and it was even during training camp, like there was our, our defense was getting into Travis's uh, Kelsey's head in training camp. There were more fights in training camp this season with Travis and our secondary than I have ever seen before. So this has been a thing that's been happening since before the season even started. Um, and I, I think that the frustrations with each other have calmed down since the drops have calmed down and the turnovers have calmed down. But um, but it's definitely been an emotional roller coaster of a season for the players. Like more fighting on the sidelines, more things like that that we are not used to seeing as fans. I've never seen Mahomes lose his cool like we saw after the Buffalo game or after Kadarius Tony had that drop. And, you know, it's we've never seen that as Chiefs fans. He's always been the ultimate professional. So I think this season, it was, just, I think so many things just boiled over and they finally, he just kind of lost it. Um, and I, you know, I'm an emotional person. I get there too. I was, I'm an ex athlete and I coach now, but, um, sometimes like there's just things going on and you just are tired of putting up with it and you just need to let it go and let it out. And sometimes maybe that helps, but it's, yeah, it's, it's been an interesting season with the emotions for sure. <laughs> well, you brought up a little while ago running quarterbacks and I, I do want to yeah. mention that I would expect to see Brock do more running in this game. So, um, it's a great game. It's a great matchup. I can't wait to see it. Um, last question here, Chrissy. Yeah. How do you watch the Super Bowl when your team is in it? Are you someone that goes out to watch it with fans? Are you at home? Do you have people over? Is it all business and it's you and the TV? How are you rocking? Oh, it's business. Um, here, here's the thing. So my... I always watch the Chiefs games. Every single Chiefs game I watch with my mom. She's a big Chiefs fan. I go over to her house we watch my daughter sometimes comes in and watches or my son he kind of ignores the whole thing he says he's a fan but you know he can't sit and watch games he gets bored um but my mom and I watch every single game I go through and in this whole postseason I've gone through an entire like family size bag of Twizzlers every single game as I stress eat them um but I'm I'm not someone who's chatty during the games I don't sit there and I don't we're having this big hoopla because my mom's birthday is tomorrow. So happy birthday, mom. Oh, happy um, birthday, mom. We're having this big hoopla for my mom before the Super Bowl. And my mom's like, I need this done by five o'clock because I got to focus because the game's coming on. And then if my sisters, if they start having this conversation and it's too loud, my mom will be like, well, you be quiet. We're trying to watch the game. <laughs> like, it's just, but this is every game. Like, it's not even just the Super Bowl. It's every game. Um, my, my dad passed away right before the chiefs won the super bowl in 2020, right before COVID. Aww. Um, so he passed away right before that. So every game is, I wish, I wish he could be here to see it. And so we kind of like my mom, that's just our thing. Like we watched with my dad. I was living with them at the time because they had just gotten divorced and my mom and I, and my dad, we'd watch all the games. Then my dad passes away. And then my mom, it's just the thing my mom and I always do now. It's just mm -hmm. our thing. So while there may be everybody around joking and having fun and doing whatever, like we are very business because it's just, it's just our thing. And, and, and win or lose, we're going to be emotional no matter what. And it's just, it's going to be fun. So I, I look very forward to the matchup. It's going to be a great game. Um, it's a great franchise. The, uh, the 49ers organization, all class Shanahan's great coach, great play caller. Um, I love Christian McCaffrey. I think he's awesome. So, um, 
it's it's just gonna be it's just gonna be awesome. I I can't wait. So excited. That's awesome. Well, yeah. I think you started a trend here. I think people are loving the Twizzlers. Stress eating, so. <laughs> they're so good to stress eat because they're like, they're harder and they last like I can just sit here and I can like twirl it or I can just gnaw on it if I'm really stressing out or whatever. So like, but I seriously, it's like a whole family size bag. Listen, they're red. I mean, yeah. this could be the the Super Bowl snack. I think. I know. Where, like, where Twizzlers. is Twizzlers? Hey. They need to they need to hook you up with some sponsors. Advertisement. I know. I know. <laughs> well, one more thing before you go. I love Gammon for this. Gammon, I met when I started doing um, podcasting on Eric Crocker's show, um, and he's just been. I see him all over on different people's podcasts, and he's big supporter of women. And he That's says awesome. here, if you would have told me ten years ago that I'd be witnessing women podcasting about football awesome time to be alive. He, thank you, Gammon. You are, you are the man. We appreciate you. We appreciate everybody in the chat. Ladies, welcome all the time. Uh-oh, we got Roscoe in the house. Hey, bud, how you doing? We got Jody in the house. Supporting. Hey, Jody. Hey, girl. I know. We were talking about you earlier, Jody. Um, <laughs> so thanks again for being a guest. Um, this is going to be an amazing Super Bowl. Would love to have you guys on after the Super Bowl. I don't know. It just depends. I don't know how you are. If I lose, it's going to be a couple of weeks before I have you on because I got to get over it. If you know, if you feel I, the same, we can. Yeah, we can wait. <laughs> I, I will tell you guys one thing. Um, I used to be absolutely terrible. I remember when we lost to the Bengals in the AFC championship game, and I'm pretty sure that I was a hot mess for probably two or three months, months. I yeah. like that's how bad it used to be. But something I want everyone to remember is it is just a game. I know that we are all incredible fans, very passionate fans of this game. But like, for example, me, I know my children, they don't understand why I'm upset about a Chiefs game. So while while I used to, to sit there and I would mull over it and just fume over it, I've learned to take a deep breath. We're, what we're witnessing between our two teams is amazing, whether they win or not. We got to see our teams play all the way into February and win some amazing games this season. So just be proud of your team no matter what. And if if which team loses, it sucks that anybody has to lose, right? But just remember it's just a game and don't take anger out on anyone else, especially if, you know, my children are six and eight and I've learned that it's much better to not waste my time being angry about something, but to be to say, take that time and make better memories with them and be happy with them. So just just remember, everybody, it's just a game as much Kindness as wins. Kindness but it's wins. It's always good to just try to let it go and just focus on family. So awesome. And Chrissy, you're yeah. right. Like the, and that's such a great lesson. I mean, I know Desi, you have older kids. My kids are kind of in between both of your all ages. And it's I spend so much time teaching my kids that that it is just a game. It is a competition. You do put all of your heart into it. You do all of these things, but at the end of the day you do what you can and you're proud of what you did. And regardless right. of the outcome, you did all that you could. And I think being able to like step away afterwards. I mean, my kids hear me all the time screaming and cursing at the TV, you know, yeah. but then I walk away like 30 minutes later. I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what it was. Like, it's yeah. not, a, it's not about the refs. It's not about what one player did. It's right. not about any of these things. It's at the end of the day, like, everybody's playing their best and doing all the things they can. So yeah, um, it's a great way to teach our kids that same lesson. So yeah. keep doing that because they're going to remember that part. They're going to remember 
Yeah. Getting it, getting over it and moving forward and And just learning from it. Right. Just learn from it. I'm like, I said, I coach, I coach currently there. I coach five soccer teams and in the spring, it'll be two of my teams will go back together and I'll only have three, but it's, you know, it's just that thing, being able to brush it off, learn from it, move on from it and just use it to help propel yourself the next time. So perfect. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thanks again, Chrissy, where can they find you? Um, so my Twitter handle is at Steiny Rum Diddy. Don't ask me where I got it. Diddy and Steiny are both nicknames of mine. I don't know why rum's in there. I don't drink, so I have no idea. But um, our podcast is at Kingdoms Queens. You can find us on Twitter or X, whatever you guys ha- call it. There we are right there. Um, and good luck to the 49ers. Um, I hope no matter what happens, it's an injury-free game. We hate seeing injuries. So, um, but yeah, so that that's where you can find us. We're on Twitter, YouTube um spotify apple podcast we go live every tuesday at 7 p.m central time um and yeah so hopefully we can connect with you guys after the game for sure that would be great yes you guys are you know just the best and we love having you guys on anytime you guys want to come on we're happy to chat with you guys all the best to the chiefs air high five this is team sportsmanship here at its best so all right chrissy we'll have a good night and uh, good luck on sunday Thank you guys too. Thanks for having me. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. So we have coming up next, we have a fantastic artist. Her name is Helen, Helen Hines. And hey, Helen, how's it going? Thanks for hanging in with us. Oh yeah. It's so good to hear you guys. Just like I, I was staying in for the chat too. And I'm just I just love hearing you guys talk about it. Um, I'm. It's so funny because I'm like a newer fan. I think when it <laughs> um, when it comes to the, the actually like enjoying the whole game of the football, um, which sounds so funny to me. <laughs> it's not funny because I've been watching it with my husband for a long time. Like we've been we've been married for nine years, going on ten years, and he's like a big 49, 49ers fan. And he's always telling me, oh, you should do a painting of 49ers. And I'm like, okay. And so you did. (laughs) Finally did it. Finally did it for him, really. And then um, we just started sharing what what I've been doing in in the studio. And I got some of my work back here. Um, Actually, here, we're going to go ahead and show right now. I'm going to show you guys, for those of you that are watching on on YouTube, uh, I am going to show her artwork right here. So this is um, her beautiful artwork. I saw it on Twitter. Actually, your husband shared it. And I was like, yes. Oh, my gosh, that's beautiful. Um, and so, so, so this oh, came because your husband's a Niners fan? Um, well, he I, I am now a Niners fan as well. But it it took me a little bit longer just because um, we have we have a little do- uh, we have a little girl, a little daughter, and she, you know, was in the middle of growing up and I'm just running around with her all the time. So kind of was hard to like sit through a whole game. Um, so I know, I know it's, how, I know. Um, it's not, no, we all, we've all done it. Look, yeah, I, you, we're, just, you just balance it. Um, but the last, just these last couple of games, I've, I don't know. I've been so locked in and I'm like, what is going on? And I just, I feel like it's just opened up for me. Um, you know, just seeing the roller coaster of the last two games for the 49ers. I just, I don't know. I, something about it. And these players that I painted back here, uh, Brock Purdy and Trent 
uh, Trent Williams. I had to remember. Like, <laughs> hang on. Uh, we named that picture Mr. Relevant because, oh man, he's he's just I don't know. He's a humble dude, and he just really has a heart behind what he's doing. So I really enjoyed um, kind of getting to know him through the process of painting his picture as well. So yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So there's so. Your artwork is on HelenHines.com. Yes. You guys are welcome to check out her paintings. Like she's, she does amazing work. Um, she's actually been gracious enough to give us a discount code that I'm going to put in the comment section. Yep. But oh, it's $30 off a, an order of $100 or more. And yes. the, the coupon code is G&F, um, capital G, no spaces, and... Uh, a mm -hmm. and D and a capital F for $30 off um, an order of $100 or more. So, um, <laughs> off an order of beautiful. So, um, I was talking earlier about Kyle Uzcheck and Kristen Uzcheck because Kyle supports her so amazingly. And immediately when your husband was out here on Twitter, like my wife's work, like literally I was like, oh my gosh, that's Kyle Uzcheck's like cousin or something. It's pretty crazy. Aww. And so, um, you know, that's how I came to say, hey, I would love to have your wife on the podcast. I Aww. love her artwork. This is great. And, you know, seeing again, Brock Purdy's picture, I didn't even know you had a Trent Williams because that one is not on your website. Oh, he's, and in I, the, he's actually in the picture. And this is the original right here. So oh, he's in there. This is him right here. Oh. Yeah, he's like actually there. Like he's just being that huge, like support. He was so excited for him. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I just I get excited about the picture itself. So, no, because Trent Williams is one of my favorite 49ers. I mean, I just, I love Yeah, so that's him. And he has a him. massive helmet. I kept thinking, like, am I, am I doing too much on this helmet? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's a, that's a, that's a, yeah, that's a big guy there. So here's a question from Long Island Girl. Helen, did yeah. you guys ever get in touch with Brock's family? I know your husband had said yeah. you were trying to get them a painting. Right. We want to send him the actual original. We would really love to do that um, and get that in his hands um, as that was an awesome moment for him. Um, unfortunately, we haven't heard back from their team yet. So um, we're kind of leaving that in the balance, like especially over the weekend, see how that all goes. They, yeah, <laughs> they have a lot going on. Us, that would be great. <laughs> we would love to give that to him. Um, yeah, so. So when did you decide, cool. yeah, when did Thank you decide you. to start doing football players? Because I, when I go on your website, you have pictures of other mm -hmm. folks. So what, what made you just, oh. Yeah, well, it was because of my husband's passion for the, for the game and for um, the 49ers team. Um, we were just sitting around, because um, I had promised him, I'm like, I, I'm going to paint you a picture. Like, what do you want me to do? I, I'm just like in a mood I need to get to it I you gotta show me something and he shows me this picture of him and he's like could you do this I'm like <laughs> look at that oh. um and I'm like yeah I can do that I could do it. that's easy can you give me something challenging please like <laughs> he's like why don't you do this I was like okay so I, wow. I uh, just kind of got into it and he got it so excited and I'm like oh honey um, at first I was a little hesitant to like 
share my work everywhere <laughs> like this. But I, because I was kind of just doing it for him at first. And then I'm like, you know what? I really love the character of this guy. I think this needs to be shared too. You know, so I kind of gave him the permission to go ahead. And then it kind of snowballed from there to starting uh, doing more pieces. And so I'm, I'm working on more, um, more football. This is part of a football series that I'm going to be doing. So I think Beth would have some, 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 recommendations I, for you i think like a josh allen <laughs> what do you want to see would be, um, I, I need a josh, josh allen. allen i'll put Get it down in my josh notes allen. <laughs> or right, or mick fitzpatrick i think that would go fitzpatrick well. would be <laughs> amazing you <laughs> could do a fitzpatrick oh, yeah, we have his, we have his listen back there oh no that's just, i'm t- sorry if I'm you sorry. did a fitzpatrick <laughs> with like all of the logos of the teams that he's played on <laughs> i'm t- just him with his shirt off and, and like all Just of the all teams the behind be him. Like, yes. Yeah. I'm telling you, you would You'd be like, I need that one up. Well, and you would sell it to like 17 teams. I mean, oh, it's not, you're you not limited what? to one fan base at that point. It's, <laughs> I'm just saying oh, this, this magic like spans he has the been, NFL. He's been to playing a lot of different ones. Yeah. yeah, he spans That's the cool. NFL. So Beth is gonna. Be, I think you'd be. I think Beth could find you a picture, and she's gonna set this thing up for you. And uh, oh, I love that. I, I think she might that. be the first one to to purchase that one. I may. We're gonna. I don't know. It might be a bidding war between you and Sherry because you guys both love Fitz Magic. I'm okay. Since I'm doing the series, like it's kind of like okay. Let's let's get some pieces in there. Um, I needed to get back into the studio, so that's kind of where I jumped back into doing these pieces and I'm like I love it. I love it I love it and I'm so excited for this weekend I'm like oh I'm, I'm like pumped for it I'm like Hi. Yeah, we are too <laughs> well good stuff um, I want to yeah. um, show one more time so guys if you guys don't know that we are um, Helen's been gracious enough to donate um, a canvas for us to um, yeah. give away so yes. um, tell us about that. Tell us about all the details of this canvas that we're giving okay, away. This canvas is a 12 by 18 canvas of the Brock Purdy piece that you see up here in the corner. Um, you got to go to that HelenHines.com. And this is a giveaway. So I'm trying to remember how, how are we giving this away? Yeah. So what <laughs> we're doing. Do that. <laughs> yeah. So what you have to do is subscribe. Hit that subscribe button um, yeah. on here. And then also make sure you follow me, Coach Desi, Coach underscore Desi at uh, on X or Twitter, whatever we're calling that. And that will and and uh, go ahead and share. I have it pinned to my the top of my Twitter. You share that, and uh, that'll enter you into the raffle. And then tomorrow, I will be announcing um, who the winner is. So we've got a couple of entries already. So keep that thing going, guys. You guys do want a Brock Purdy um, in your in your man cave, your girl cave, your she shed, your you know. <laughs> wherever you watch your football, so your living room, above your dining room. I don't know. It could go anywhere. Um, so sure. uh, thanks again, Helen, for having us Thank again. You. If you guys want or are interested Thank more in her so artwork, much. it's yeah. helenhines.com. And again, the coupon code is capital G, the word and, and then the capital F for girlfriends and football, G and F, no spaces yep. for $30 off $100 or more purchase. Yep. All right. Well, All go right. San Fran. Make sure you have, Yay. in case you don't know, you got to have the, I have mine on. You got to have your ladybug. 
You know about the ladybug? No, I don't know about okay. the ladybug. Okay, so when Brandon, so last game, when Brandon Ayuk caught that crazy ball off the, you know, Brock threw it 50 yeah. yards down, hit the helmet, Brandon went under and caught it. Yeah. Um, they interviewed him after the game and asked, well, how did, you know, how were you able to keep the focus? And, and he's like, well, a ladybug was on my shoe before the game and you know what that means. So all 49er fans, we're all going crazy over the ladybugs. I think many of us have said and everybody tattoos. Says, don't know what a ladybug means on your shoe, but apparently it means painting. I'm working on another another piece, actually, in the process of doing a CMC piece. Don't tell anybody. Ah! Y'all heard it. I know. I'm like, where is it? So I always start off with a little red red canvas, painting red, and so peek. Nice. Nice. Well, sweet. We'll be be looking forward to seeing that. right now. (laughs) Well, I can tell you the next. Yes. Well, you're amazing like and your artwork is amazing (laughs) you're going to do very very well so keep sharing those pieces we'll be a big supporter anytime you want us to talk about it just let us know you're welcome on anytime oh thank you so much you guys I really appreciate you thank you you're welcome (laughs) our next guest actually is a big fan of George Kittle so I think she's going to be you know have a lot to say about um, what she thinks your next piece should be (laughs) I'm just going to guess that's where she's going to go with it. But um, so uh, thanks again for coming and we will chat with you again soon sometime. All right. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye. All right, guys. Like I said, last but definitely not least, we have a very fierce, amazing young lady who is, I mean, she's might be even more of a 49er fan than I was at this age. I'm not quite sure. Probably the same because she lives in her 49ers gear all the time. She plays flag football. George Kittle is her favorite football player. And I would like to introduce you to Miss Raina. Hi, Hi, Raina. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Look at you. You've got the flag up. Yeah. And you, her I'm room guessing. is already better than yours. <laughs> she's already like she's sporting in the background better than you are. Yeah. We got work to do. Yeah, we do have work next to do. Season. I need to buy some of Helen's art pieces and put it behind me and then yeah. we'll, then I'll That's be what up. I'm saying. <laughs> How are you, Raina? I get, I'm guessing, is that a, a Kittle jersey you have on? Yes, it is. That's you. So you have multiples, right? Because I know you yeah. have a red one. Yeah. I have a red Nick Kittle one and then I have a red Bosa one. Oh, and you've yeah. gone out to Bosa. Yeah. Little bear. All right. So when did you start to become a 49er fan? Uh, Like when I was like eight and I was playing Madden and I used them as my team. And then I just really liked them. Wow. So, I didn't realize that. So that came from Madden. I kind of like researched them a little bit more and then I liked them a lot. And then I started like looking at Kittle and I just thought he like he was really funny and he, he had like fun playing the game. That's awesome. He does. I don't think there's anybody else in football that has as much fun as George Kittle does playing. Yeah. Yeah. True story. So you play flag football. Is that right? Yeah. With my soccer team. Oh, really? Okay. What a fun plan. Yeah. So how did you, did you guys as a team decide, Hey, we're good with soccer, but let's try out flag football. How did that work out? Yeah. Uh, we just decided to do something different and we all like liked football and my dad plays football, played football. So 
We just okay. decided to try it out. All right. Was he the coach? Yes, he is the coach. All right. Well, that's is that pressure or is that fun or is it both? It's fun. Okay. Good. So what position do you play? Uh mostly running back sometimes. Wide okay. Receiver. Okay. So we're we're offense stuff. I did I would have I would have guessed defense with for you for some reason. But I do like playing safety. <sighs> there it is. <laughs> I was like, I definitely <laughs> see you in, as a defense role. But um, yeah. given that you love George Kittle so much, I can see you on that side of the ball, too. So, yeah. all right. So what do you think about this game coming up? Um, I think it should be very easy. All right. Oh, I like the confidence. The confidence. Look at we this. We lost a few years ago, so we better win this time. Yeah, how did you feel after that loss? I know how I felt. Uh, well, I didn't get to watch the full thing, so I woke up and I looked it up, and I, I was, like, really sad because everyone makes fun of me. Oh, <laughs> oh, I bet you hold your own, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I, too, was a young Niner fan, and I, too, got made fun of, and I used to talk to big, you know, big time to all these boys at school <laughs> and just tell them all these stats and – yeah, I, I, I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, all the boys at my school are Eagles fans. And when, oh. we, when we beat them, it was the best feeling ever. Oh, that was a good day, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you, do you, when you, if it, it doesn't happen often this season, but when we, when we lost a game, did you go to school the next day or were you able to stay home? It was, it was a very quiet day for me. I didn't say much. So, so you still went to school the next day? Yeah, unfortunately. Got it. Now, Desi, do you let your children stay home from school if their football team loses? My kid, if my kids did like football, yes. I would. <laughs> I if it was so it's I remember what's that? It's pretty embarrassing. It's tough, right? It's hard. I mean, you don't if it's go to the school. Super Bowl, maybe. <laughs> but on a regular week. Um, my mom let me like, I remember losing the giant. It was, the, it was the NFC championship game. The stupid football didn't go through the uprights. We lose the NFC championship game. I was crushed. I cried. I bawled. And like, I could not even fathom going to school the next day. And mom's like, it's okay. You can stay. But I also got good grades all the time. So like to take a day off, hope you're Mom doesn't kill me, Raina. Oh, no. She would let me stay home. <laughs> I was going to say, you have a pretty cool mom. So, yeah. okay. Who do you think is going to um, – do you think it's going to be a George Kittle game? Um, or Christian think, McCaffrey? Who's going to have the yeah, big game? Yeah, I think if we get the run going early, then. Because, like, the past few games, he hasn't, like, actually started going until, like, the third quarter. And then we have to make a crazy comeback. Yeah. Did you see that big tackle he had last game on – on Hutchinson, flowed oh, yeah. right over. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, good that stuff. Felt good. That felt good. All right. So, do you have a guess of what the game score is going to be? Uh, no pressure if you don't, because I'm not there yet. I mentally can't bring myself to come up with a score yet. But if you can, just figured I'd ask. I don't know. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. What are you doing for the game? Uh, I have my birthday party before it, and then happy and then birthday! To oh, it's tomorrow. Oh my gosh! So you're having a Super Bowl birthday party? Yeah. 
Okay, so 49ers, like if you needed an extra reason to get this W, we need to do this for Rainer. Yeah, they need to win for me. That's right. I'm going to be really sad if they don't. No. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. Now I feel even. Don't say that. <laughs> I feel more pressure now for no reason. Oh, man. All right. Listen, you're going to have an amazing day. Thank you. And happy birthday. It's going to be awesome. Do you have a theme for your birthday party? Uh, Well, we're like, it's like the rec room or whatever. So we just yeah. get to like break stuff. And then, oh, yeah. fun! Wow. Okay, I might need to schedule that after the game, depending on how the game goes. <laughs> Birthday parties are so much more fun than when I was young, man. I know. Well, good stuff. That sounds awesome. Well, I'll tell you, Raina, that I recently met. So George Kittle is married to Claire Kittle, and Claire's mom. I recently met through a um, a Zoom meeting. And so I messaged her and I sent her a picture of you in your George Kittle jersey. And I was like, hey, this young lady who's a diehard Niners fan is going to be on the podcast. Do you have anything that I can tell her about George Kittle that maybe she wouldn't know? Because I'm sure you know a lot about him. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yes. So she said um, he did change schools a lot and found it challenging. So he found online video games to be a way to stay connected to friends even when he moved away. So it's not surprising that you fell in love with football from <laughs> gaming and George Kittle is a gamer. So um, hopefully that's fun for yeah. you to know. So you. you are welcome. So what's your favorite thing to do when you're playing flag football? Uh, Like, well... I like being able to like watch the quarterback on defense because there's sometimes like I just like reading them so I can like pick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you want to pick? <laughs> yeah, I love intercepting because I just love running with the ball. I hope you don't look like Dre Greenlaw though when you intercept the ball and you mm -hmm. run around like you're chasing a bee. I thought he was gonna fumble it and I was gonna like actually flip out. <laughs> I think the whole team felt that way. And when you're playing offense, do you like what would you rather have? A pick six on defense, or would you rather have a touchdown? Pick six. Really? Yeah. Because then it's like then the offense is really sad. <laughs> <laughs> like their offense, not ours, but I got you. I'm tracking with you. Even, even sadder. Got it. So what grade are you in? Seventh. Seventh grade. <sighs> Some good years. Beth, do you have any questions for our 49er fan here? Beth is a I Bills don't. fan, but we love you her. Handled, you, have, <laughs> you handled all of it. Girl, I'm so happy that you are supporting your team and loving all the things that you do and standing up to those boys yeah. in your school. You keep you keep holding your own. Thank you. Yeah. And I tell you, you guys are inspiring us. You know, we're from a generation where us girls didn't have flag football and we didn't have the opportunity to play the game. And so... I love having you guys on because you are bringing in this new age for, for women in football. Mm -hmm. And I'm a big fan and I'd love to come out and see you play sometime, cheer you on because it is a gift for you guys to be able to play. And I, gosh, I wish I would have had that opportunity. So enjoy every second, both on the soccer field and the football field and keep being awesome. And uh, do you have yourself a ladybug? 
I do not. You know about the ladybugs, right? Did you hear it from earlier? In my youth, yeah. Yes, I will give you one of my ladybugs. I bought a whole bunch of them to give out at my Super Bowl party. I'll make sure you get one. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us, Raina. Thanks for joining us. Yes, go Niners, right? Bang, bang. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Oh, yay. Guys, what a great night. Oh, I'm so excited for this game this weekend. Beth, who are you cheering for? I'm cheering for the 49ers, to be honest. You know, I I am, you have made me a convert to Purdy. So yes. I am, that only I am took there all season long. Purdy. That only took me all season long, but. <laughs> and it's only because Josh Allen isn't there, but, <laughs> but, but I am, I am there for Purdy. Um, I'm excited to see. I think it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I think this um, is I'm our excited. Yeah, I definitely think this is our best year yet, our best opportunity. Ah, I got a question here. How does my husband feel? Um, he's, I think, healed from the the Ravens' loss, so um, I think he's totally on board. Uh, I don't know if I'll get him to wear the ladybug pin, but if I do, I will post that picture. But um, he's ready to grill up some chicken wings and 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 have a little bit of. Uh, good food and hopefully some good times watching some Niner ball. So yes, faithful. We're going to get this thing done, man. Quest for six is real and we're going to do the damn thing. So, um, Oh, how does he feel about this game? Um, He's I don't a smart think, husband. Yeah. I don't He's think, and I'm, I, yeah, I don't think we talk about it because I don't know that I really want, I don't think know. he cares probably. Right. I think he wants you happy. So whatever Correct. makes you happy. Correct. He's a smart husband. Yes, 100%. Yes, love the ladybugs. All right, guys, that's all we have for tonight. So once again, thanks for joining us. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you join us again next Wednesday. Uh, so we recap this big Super Bowl game and uh, put an exclamation point on this season. Guys, thanks again for supporting us. And again, don't forget about your chance to win the Brock Purdy canvas. Be sure to share on X and uh, subscribe here and all the things. Guys, have a good week. Happy football. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on our podcast today. Please continue to keep in touch with us on our social media platforms at Girlfriends and Football on Instagram and TikTok. Thanks so much. We appreciate your support, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Take care and happy football.